Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded June 5th, 2023. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today, three big things you need to know. First, we looked at S&P 500 performance when market cap concentration in the biggest names has been high, and in the 12-month period after fewer than 10% of stocks have been making new highs. Neither study suggests concentration and narrow leadership are reasons to sell the market. Second, NASDAQ valuations look stretched, but unlike the tech bubble period, S&P 500 and Russell 2000 are well below recent peaks. And third, other things that jumped out from our high-frequency indicators last week, which are all constructive for stocks, include the strengthening earnings recovery, the continuation of favorable political tailwinds, and better trends in small caps. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that if you found our work helpful this year, we appreciate your vote in this year's Institutional Investor All-America Research Survey in the Portfolio Strategy category. Voting is open now through June 23rd, Now the details. Let's start with takeaway number one. The concentration and narrow leadership in the S&P 500 that have concerned investors lately are more likely noise than signal. While we understand the logical risks that accompany concentrated markets and those with narrow leadership, we haven't been convinced that there's really a signal for forward performance to be gleaned on this issue. And so we looked at market cap share of the top 10 names in the S&P 500 over time. While high concentration has been associated with periods of market stress in the past, the forward signal itself isn't clear. Sometimes high concentration has been seen heading into market stress, such as 2000 and 2021. Sometimes high concentration has been seen in the middle of market stress. This was the case in the GFC. And sometimes high concentration has come after market stress, when confidence was still fragile, like 1991 and 2012. It's also worth noting that when only a handful of stocks are making new 52-week highs, more often than not, stocks are solidly up 12 months later. Moving on to takeaway number two, NASDAQ valuations are closing in on 2020-2021 highs, but we don't think this is a sell signal for stocks broadly either. At 27.1 times, the weighted median FY2 PE of the NASDAQ, ex-negative earners, is close to the highs of 2020 and 2021, which were just over 30 times, but they're not as stretched as what we saw in the dot-com era. Additionally, it's worth noting that S&P 500 and Russell 2000 valuations on this basis are both well below 2020 and 2021 highs, as well as their dot-com era highs. If you look back to 2000, all three indices looked extremely stretched. To us, this makes the case for a catch-up trade in other parts of the stock market beyond the NASDAQ, rather than a need for a major market correction across the board. Wrapping up with takeaway number three, a few other things jumped out from our high-frequency indicators last week that are constructive for stocks. One of these is the strengthening recovery in earnings sentiment. The rate of upward earnings estimate revisions for the S&P 500 has improved to 57% on the four-week average. The improvement in revision trends has also continued to broaden, with seven of the 11 GICs Level 1 sectors now in positive revision territory for both earnings and revenues. Energy is the only sector currently in negative revision territory for both EPS and sales, and even there, the negative revision bias is only very slight. We have been arguing for quite some time that anticipation of a recovery in both earnings and economic growth in 2024 has been one of the reasons why the S&P 500 has been so strong in recent months, and the evidence continues to build on this point. 
Another positive data point is that political winds are continuing to blow in a stock market-friendly direction. We see the resolution of the debt ceiling drama in Washington as important for the stock market since it removes a negative catalyst that many non-U.S.-based investors had been focusing on as a reason to be negative on U.S. equities. But we continue to be more intrigued by trends that we're seeing in polling data and betting markets. Biden's unpopularity has continued to climb in polling data and is getting close to 2022's highs, suggesting to us that Republicans gained momentum in the debt ceiling drama. Additionally, DeSantis continues to improve in polling data, despite having flattened out a bit in betting markets on expectations that he will win the Republican nomination. And finally, small caps are continuing to put up a fight. With help from a 3.5% move on Friday, the Russell 2000 has continued to fight for a bottom relative to the S&P 500, with the relative ratio between the two indexes just a touch above their March 2020 lows. As discussed last week, we remain overweight small cap relative to large cap. What jumped out at us this week is that small caps are finally starting to participate in the earnings revision recovery story. The rate of upward EPS estimate revisions has moved up to 50% for the Russell 2000. And more than half of the sectors in the Russell 2000 are now in positive revision territory for both earnings and revenues. In light of Friday's jobs report, which saw the unemployment rate move up to 3.7%, it's also worth remembering that historically small caps have tended to see their mid-recession low relative to large caps right around when the unemployment rate starts to pick up. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.